Welcome to Media and Monuments Podcast, presented by Women in Film and Video in Washington, D.C. Media and Monuments is conversations featuring industry pros speaking on a wide range of topics of interest to media makers. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Media and Monuments Podcast. I am your host for this episode, Tara Jabari. I was recently in Rome, Italy, and was able to speak with the filmmaker Alberto Gelpi at a cafe in the Monte District. We spoke about his career starting out in video games and the transition to working in films, his favorite part of filmmaking, and why he calls himself a visual emotional storyteller. So please enjoy my conversation with Alberto Gelpi. I'm Alberto Gelpi. I'm a film director. I used to work for feature film movies and uh, commercials area, mainly. And uh, I started my career really, really young, mm-hmm. when I was 16, so 17. Yeah. Uh, in a totally different area, because I was a 3D graphic designer, and I worked for uh, uh, video games, oh, for motion sequences for video games. At the time, at the end of 1996, more, more or less, 3D graphics was, wasn't so common. I was one of the first uh, young boy that did uh, a 3D graphics for video games and so on. And during those years, I was lucky because I started to work also in a post-production company, uh, always uh, in commercial area, because uh, I started in commercial area. Mm-hmm. Okay for spot and so on, commercials in general. And during this, those years, I started to work with important film directors, just making visual effects. But one of them changed completely. We can call him Alfredo, okay? Do you don't want to say. Yeah. And he was very old at that time. And he was uh, enchanted by the visual effects I was able to create. But at the same time, I was really fascinated by editing because it was completely a different perspective from visual effects. Editing is just the sequence of the clip. Visual effects is create a single clip. And so I started to to spend as more time as I could in the editing room with him. And it was amazing for me. It completely changed my life, my point of view, the communication and so on. I was lucky because he, he, he liked me very much. And he bring me on the set when I was shooting, when I was preparing the shooting yeah. production. So I, I became his assistant. He was very old as I, saw, as I told him, but... Uh, he needs some support, physical support, right. in order to, to, to help him on the set uh, in preparation and so on. So it was a big step for me, totally different from my previous years and also different from my knowledge mm-hmm. because I didn't know how editing worked, you know? So uh, I learned by him, by other editors, little by little. So I became assistant uh, editor. And 
fewer, fewer later, I became editor and I started to edit, yes, mainly commercials and documentaries, branded content for different companies and so on. And this is how I started my career when he died in 2006, more or less. He, he told me during one evening in the hospital, he told me, I teach you, I taught you a lot. Now go to directing. And so I was really scared, but I think I have to. How, how long, how many years were you with this director as his assistant, editor and assistant? I was his assistant for uh, three years. Three years, then uh, assistant editor and then editor. Yeah. I think about five years before becoming an editor. Right. Yeah. And then the step to directing was uh, hard. Mm Mm-hmm. But I think I was also prepared. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. a director needs to understand how the, the different compartment works. And you need to, to work with different departments and speak their language in order to understand each other. So I think this, it was the, the, big, the biggest step that I did. Because it was totally different, totally different from uh, visual effects, uh, techniques, uh, and so on. So, the director, he was your mentor? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And he taught you, you observed, you knew the graphics, the technical aspects, then you learned a little bit the visual arts, then editing. What about the other aspects, like working with actors or the writers? Yeah, when you are a director, you need to to collaborate with different uh, uh, point of views. You know, actors was something that was natural for me to direct actors, and I really love to direct actors. Really, about uh, screenwriters, I'm not an author. I'm a director. This is a, a great difference between uh, a director must know how to show what others say. Jean Cocteau said this, okay? I love to collaborate with the screenwriters to create screenplays, but I'm a director. (laughs) You know the difference, you understand what I mean? Many, many times a a director seems that he must know how to write a screenplay and he must be a screenwriter, but it's not true. It's not true. I have to show a story. Then, of course, I can create together the screenwriters, the story, but I'm not the main brain, you know, that created this. I, I noticed in your website, it said, I was going to ask you, did you write the films that you wrote? But it says, write a screenwriter, so-and-so with help or assistance or writing assistance with you. So you, you yeah. made that clear. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah absolutely. I love to work with uh, screenwriters, but uh, I have to, at the same time, I, I want to give you my point of view, the, how the story can develop, how the story can evolve, mm-hmm. you know? Out of all the different 
aspects, the visual arts, the graphics, the editing, the directing, which one has been your favorite? Editing, <laughs> for sure, yeah. I was going to say directing. Okay. No, okay. editing, okay, directing, of course, is the main one, but directing is uh, the other aspect because it's uh, the second support to, to, to create the story. <laughs> you can have the same footages, but with a different editing, you can create different emotions, you know? And this is, I, I, when I was young, I really crushed with uh, this uh, idea that having the same pieces, you can create different uh, stories, uh, different ideas, uh, different needs of your audience. So directing and editing is the main one. I'm in Italy, so we wanted to speak with an Italian filmmaker. Have you seen personally as an audience member or as a filmmaker the difference between the different countries and how they make films? I don't know. I've worked in other countries, but I live in Italy and I work in Rome and Milan mainly. Okay. So I can't say the for instance, in making films or the audience. But I can say that in Italy, we are used to, to see movies, uh, dubbed movies, you know? Yeah. And this is horrible for me because we have amazing dubbers, but it's not the real voice of the actor. So when you speak with maybe they, they, they say, oh, great, he's a great actor. Because he's great in speaking, his voice, but it's not his voice. And I think that people don't understand the difference with voice and acting. Many times they confuse the, the dubbers with the real actor. They are, the audiences are like, oh, this is a great actor, but you're like, you're thinking of the voice actor, yeah. the Italian voice actor dubbing yeah, yeah, yeah. it. In the past, uh, I've worked with uh, one of the most important voices uh, we have here uh, in Italy. And uh, he dubbed uh, Russell Crowe for okay. the Gladiator. And it was fun because uh, uh, Italian people is used to his voice. When they listen at the real voice of Russell Crowe, they were confused. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. I, I had read a book about Sophia Loren, so I wanted to watch her films. And I, some, some of them are so old, we only could find the dubbed in English version. And it was such a distraction because it's not her voice. And the way Italians speak is very different from, from English speakers, you know. So her mouth is moving but the voice isn't coming as clearly or even recently you know it was a huge hit the korean show squid game was it popular here yep so squid game it's korean i knew koreans and i sometimes would watch it in english just to hear all the complaints by the koreans because it's a very different it so for that you, you lose something. Do you think it's really worth just having it in the original language and having it written in subtitles? Yeah, definitely. I prefer. I, I understand it's not so the, the, the easiest to listen, but to, to, to watch. But I think it deserves 
to 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 have original voices. Yeah. Also because on the set, uh, most of the time when you work with uh, international actors uh, on the set, uh, you speak in English, and then they are dubbed in post production. But on the set, uh, you create the movies in English and made in Italian. Depends on the rules, but it's not just one language. Is there anything that I haven't asked that you'd like to share with, you know, an audience that's primarily based in the United States about filmmaking, about Italian filmmaking, storytelling? Well, I think that filmmaking has changed during the last 10, uh, 15 years because mm-hmm. technologies uh, improved, but many, many times this process caused that the group of people, the crew, the group of people that worked together to make a movie became little by little uh, smaller and smaller till becoming just maybe one-man band, you know? And I hate, the, I deeply hate this side of the technological evolution because creating a movie is amazing because you can match ideas of different people, you can work together with crew. It's not a one-man band industry, no, but it, it is becoming, it is becoming, and then I don't really like it. So I don't know if in the uh, United States or in England, it's the same that uh, it's happening here in Italy. But this side of the technological evolution is something that I don't like at all. I like to work with the, the crew. Every person has his uh, skill. And I love to match all the skills together. Uh, making a movie is not uh, something that one person can do. A film is uh, a great choral action and I deeply feel that this this is really important the collaboration the collaboration with other people matching ideas fighting for your ideas you know (laughs) when you think that it's good but also that fighting is good well grazie mille here for your time thank you very much for for this opportunity and to share my experience with uh, you all Thank you for listening to this episode of Media and Monuments. Until next time. Thank you for listening to Media and Monuments, a service of Women in Film and Video in Washington, D.C. Please remember to review, rate, and subscribe wherever you listen to this podcast. For more information about WIF, please visit our website, at W-I-F as in Frank, V as in Victor, dot org.